Hi, and welcome to Know What I Heard. Um, this is a new podcast. This is the first episode. I'm freaking pumped. Um, and one of the coolest things about getting to do this this podcast is being joined by people that I absolutely adore, people that I have so much fun with. And on this episode, I am so excited because I'm going to be joined by my best friend, Jamie. Yes, I know it's precious. We're both named Jamie. We didn't do it on purpose, but she cracks me up. We have so much fun together, and she agreed to take the maiden voyage with me on this podcast journey. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the origins of a lot of common phrases or sayings that we all use, that we know what's intended by them, what their meaning is, but when you really think about it, it's like, what the balls? They just don't really make any sense. So we're going to take some of these sayings and just break them down and try and figure out their origins. Some are funny, some are horrifying, but I think that it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, hopefully we'll learn some stuff. So let's do it. Hey guys, uh, this is the first episode and I'm super excited because I'm here with my best friend, Jamie. I'm excited. I know. Jamie, it's Jamie. So I'm super pumped. She let me come over today and steal her away from her children. I I was very cool with that. So... (laughs) Yeah, so this is going to be fun, and we're going to talk about like the just origins of different phrases and sayings that we all use. I love it. So, I'm excited. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Whoop whoop. All right. So the first one that I have is "bite the bullet." Oh. Which obviously means to just kind of accept something that right. you don't do necessarily want to do. That's like difficult or unpleasant or whatever. Right. And. The origin of this one, do you have any guesses? Are you just accepting that you're going to get shot? <laughs> you're, you're just going to bite the You're just going to eat it? Like, you're, 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 just, like, you're in it. front of the executioner and you just know, like, it's time to just bite the bullet? Is that right? Well, well, no. Oh. Um, I was really hoping you were going to be like, well, shit. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> this show is over. I'll ask the questions. Um... <laughs> But no, so it long ago, like if if on a battlefield, like mm-hmm. the doctors didn't have either enough anesthesia or they were short on anesthesia and yeah. had to kind of like keep it for more important cases. Yeah. If they had to do like an amputation, Ooh. they would have you or like do like an emergency surgery or something. They'd have you bite down on a bullet. Oh god! To just like oh god take the pain it's sort of like when they just would like give you whiskey and like just get you fucked up and then do (laughs) surgery but just here chew on this that sounds terrible as someone who's had three sections what (laughs) three Three sections (laughs) i've had three c-sections and if anyone told me to bite the bullet for those i would have made it through i'm a big fan of anesthesia yeah, I mean, can you imagine if they were like, that arm's got to go, I'm oh sorry. And you're in a trench, a muddy trench, probably laying next to a body. Oh, God. Here, and how does that even help? I don't even like the idea of chewing ice. I, yes. So, like, to bite, like, it actually is giving me goosebumps to, like, think about biting on a piece of metal. Yeah. I'm going to barf. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know how that helped, like... Now you just got to see the dentist, really, right. because you, got, you just fucked up your teeth. Yeah, many broken teeth, and you're missing a leg. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So I don't really understand how, like, here, Charlie, <laughs> bite the bullet. Yeah, this will help you. I would just be like, there's got to be some booze around here somewhere. Yeah, bite the bullet is one I use quite often. Yeah. Like in my everyday like conversations, like with my kids, I'm just gonna bite the bullet and put this sunscreen on his face whether he's bitching about it or not and now i'll be like be grateful it's just sunscreen on your face yeah do you want your leg amputated on a battlefield <laughs> put this copper tone on and be happy jesus <laughs> but next time i have like a paper cut mm-hmm. and need a purell or something i'll just <laughs> bite a bullet but yeah i was like Gleh. that's really when bad. i read that one okay so the next one that i had was um mad as a hatter what is that which 
It's not one I use like mad, totally often, yeah. but it just means basically to go like just batshit crazy. So what's a hatter? A hatter was somebody who made hats. And it was a hard life? Apparently. A hard job? Yeah, because what happened was apparently this originates from the 17th century okay. in France. Hmm. Oh. Um, <laughs> that there was like a lot of, um, they used mercury to like make the hats out of felt or whatever and they were getting like case like poisoning and it just made you act like really crazy so the they would get like shyness which i don't really know but i guess just like kind of a weird creepiness and like Mm -hmm. they'd be irritable and they'd have tremors and it made them appear to be mad like just bananas so it became known as like the mad hatter disease so now they refer to that as that is mad as a hatter. So they use they use the mercury for what with the hat? It says like to help mold it. I, I don't know why. I it, I guess I didn't investigate that That's far really into it. But somehow but, they used it to like I don't know if it was like the shaping or yeah. the like curing or whatever of the hats. I don't know. Who knew? Yeah, they're like frontline workers. Yeah, putting their they're lives essential at risk for uh, for an accessory. Yeah. Well, I remember like when we were little having like actual thermometers like with the mercury in them do you mm-hmm. remember that yes because like, now everything's digital oh yeah but like i do remember as a kid like having the glass thermometer with the mercury and like i remember it being like something i was scared of Me for too. it to break because like we were just always told like if that broke like we would be in danger yeah like you think this fever is bad now i know and now everything's like digital or like swipe across the forehead mm-hmm. and so you don't even think about like my kids probably don't even know what mercury is yeah and they've probably not had Other a thermometer a up their asshole <laughs> which i don't remember that I, it was more like maybe in the armpit yeah but there may have been some some butt temps taken i'm not sure but yeah oh god I, I would, yeah. And I, I don't think I ever took my kids' thermometer up their bum bums either. I think I always did the armpit. Like, the doctors don't do that anymore, do they? When they're like, little babies, yeah. Like, when they're babies, they would do that. And then they just wipe it off on their with yeah, the lab coat. Yeah, on their white coat. <laughs> <laughs> throw it down for the next kid. No, it's like, yeah. I mean, I feel like at the pediatrician's office, I don't really ever remember that happening. But I know for sure, like, at the hospital and stuff, they would do it. Hmm. Not pleasant, I'm sure. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. So get someone's goat. Have you ever said that? Yes. Okay, so that's just like to annoy or right. anger someone. Um, so it comes from like horse racing that apparently like if the day before or the night before a race, like a horse was kind of like amped up, right. they would put a goat in the like pen with them Okay. to keep them calm. <laughs> Opponents who were like total dickheads would just go and like take the goat out of, like, go steal the goat out of the pen to try and make the horse like stay like amped up and lose the race the next day. That's crazy. So many things of of, of that I don't understand. Like, I've seen goats. They don't see like they they're always like jumping around and like they're like they've got enough energy themselves, right? Yeah. You've got goats. Yeah. I guess they're just good companions. Yeah, they are really cute. Have you held a goat? Have I held a goat? Yeah. It's been a while. Did you feel calm? That's true. But the horse can't hold the goat. No. When, but, but I'd they be worried could, the goat would get, like, stomped, too. They might be like, that is the cutest goddamn thing yeah. I've ever seen. Maybe if it's a baby goat. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm not going to worry so much about that race tomorrow. Yeah. If it's a pregnant goat, that's probably even better. Ooh. Because your goats, when they... When I got to see your goats and they were pregnant, that was like the cutest thing to see how big they were from the side. Yeah. That was pretty precious. But baby goats are really cute. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. It didn't say, but yeah, I would think now, put a baby goat in there. Mm. So, So to take the goat riles them up. So then when you, to get their goat, like with my brother, for instance, I would always like get his goat growing up. Yeah. So it was just me pushing him to rile him up so that he would get in trouble. I get that now. I see the correlation. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what, like, with a lot of these, it's like, you know what they're supposed to mean, but then when you really yeah. think about it, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. What the fuck? Do you think they still use goats? I don't know. I I'd have to look do. that up. Now they probably just, like... Give them drugs. Alexa, play calming music for 
star dancer. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Alexa. Alexa, stop. <laughs> She's always listening. Yeah. That bitch. Well, I mean, even just on our phones, it's like, seriously? And then Siri's like, uh-huh. I didn't get that. I'm like, shut the fuck I up. know. That happened last night. I don't even know. I mean, I use the word seriously a lot right now in this quarantine. Like, you know, we've extended the stay-at-home order. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, she's like, I did not understand you. You ready for more? Yes. So under the weather. Okay. Not feeling just, well. Yeah, I'm just yeah. feeling a little shitty. Uh-huh. So this comes from sailors mm. that, like, when they were out on the sea and the waters got rough and, like, the wind started blowing really hard, the crew and any travelers would have to, like, go below deck to their cabins. Oh. And would, like, ride out the storm there. And it also helped, like, to not be so sick, I guess. If, if you're, it probably feels better. But yeah. that was just kind of common fucking sense. Right. I think, like, you don't just sit on the deck and, right. you know. Yeah, I guess that's where it comes from. It just kind of helped you, like. How, did, does it have, like, a year? Like, I'm always curious, how long have mm-hmm. some of these things been around? Um, probably, but I don't know. Yeah. Because some of them would say, like, what, century? Mm-hmm. But. We'll go with this the 17th century. Okay. I'm just going to make good. that up. Since that, yeah. We'll night. follow it up with a fact check. Well, I will say, I mean, have you ever been on a cruise? Yes. Like, have you ever been on a cruise on a rough night at sea? Um, yeah. I will never go on another cruise. Well, I don't think cruises are probably going to be around much longer. Do you? I mean, the people who cruise love to cruise. But, like, I just feel like there are a lot of things that are going to change after all this. And cruise ships is going to be a huge thing that changes. Yeah. Well, I will tell you my quick tale about my adventures on the seas. Yes. My sister and I went on a cruise. I was, like, 18 maybe. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, like, we were in our cabin. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we rocked so hard that... I can't remember which which one of us, but one of us fell out of bed and the oh, other God. was like pinned against the wall. Oh my God. And they came on and they're like, boom. <laughs> oh, passengers, we've entered a squall. And oh my gosh. please expect like shit seas for the next 24 hours. And oh, God. it was so bad that you could hear people vomiting. Yeah. Like, everybody was seasick. I mean, people were just, like, had thrown up, like, down the stairs. Oh, okay. And you know me. Oh, oh my God. I have, like, a severe vomit phobia. Yes. And I couldn't get away from it. Mm. And my sister ended up getting sick. So you're in your tiny little cabin. Yeah. And she's barfing. People are... You can hear it. You can smell it. Yes. It was horrible. And people were just stumbling everywhere. And then they're like, probably expect the same weather on the way back. Oh, God. It didn't. Like, it was just, like, 24 hours. But it was horrible. I will never go on another one. Oh, my God. No, I I had a bad night at sea. Not that bad. But I remember we were in the dining room when we hit the rough seas. So I've been on two cruises. One, One night on cruise number one was rough and we were in the dining room and I remember like chairs scooting like yeah. as you rock back and forth the chairs would scoot back and forth and I remember seeing like people just like running towards the bathroom and like to vomit and I definitely felt weird but I did not get sick and then the other cruise the weather was great you know we had good seas the whole time but I was on the ship with the new kids on the block so a lot of things were rocking oh <laughs> shoot <laughs> This one, though, I think is funny. So getting caught Mm red-handed, getting, you know, caught doing something wrong and, like, caught in the act. So I don't have the year. I'm very sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But this is, like, from an an old law in England that um, you would get punished if you killed an animal that didn't belong to you, like stole a a cow or something and butchered it. Um, but you could only be convicted if the blood of the animal was still on your hands. Ew, really? Yeah. So, like, if you just had, like, the fresh meat, right? you weren't, you wouldn't get in trouble. Like, right. you had to, like... Still have the blood on your Still hands. have it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been caught red-handed? You mm. have a lot of animals. Yeah. I do like, <laughs> I do like to take people's animals and kill them. I think, I, mean, there is I think a, it's hilarious. There and is then, a meat shortage, right? Yeah, now. and then I just, like, rinse my hands off real quick, and I'm like, 
what the fuck? You just like, keep a dunk tank yeah, by your... like, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, get rid of that and then take the meat, you know what I mean? Do what I can, I gotta survive. <laughs> Ma'am, can, can you explain why you have yeah. half a side of beef in your fridge? <laughs> yeah. My I mean, hands are clean. Yeah, let me see your oh, hands. there's another one. I wonder if they all correlate. Probably. One on their hands, my hands are clean. One time my brother was caught red-handed, but it wasn't really red-handed. It was, he was little and sitting in the shopping cart seat, and we were at a grocery store, and my mom was checking out, and he leaned over and grabbed a pack of, like, grape hubba bubba and slid it into his overall pocket. He was wearing overalls, and so we were in the car later, and he is in the back seat, like, in his car seat, and opens it and pops it in his mouth, and you know that smell yes. of, like, grape bubble gum. Yes. So it just like permeates the car, you know, like the Honda or not the Honda, but we have an escort and my mom like smells it. And she's like, what is that? And like, cause when I saw him do it, he like looked at me and like put his finger to his mouth and like made the shush motion. Oh. So I didn't say anything. And so then when my mom smelled it, he got caught. And so she had to take him back. She took him back to the grocery store. She paid for the gum. And, I mean, my brother was in such deep shit. And so, I mean, I mean, he wasn't caught red-handed. He was caught, like, purple mouth. Right. But, like, I cannot smell grape gum now and not think about my that honorary brother. Steven motherfucker. Sticking that gum in his overall pocket. But <clears throat> this one, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I mean, for starters, come yeah. on. Like, that caught my eye for obvious reasons. But that's just kind of, like, getting saved from an unwanted situation or whatever. Like Screech. Um, yes. But, <laughs> yep. At least the turtles are like, God damn it. So Saved by the Bell, what exactly is it? So it's, this is creepy. but And I'd, I'd heard this one before. Like, this was one that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. So a long time ago, I don't know when. Again, I didn't write down any fucking years on I, these. Don't worry. I, we're we're going to go no one like... really cares about We're going to go like 17, 1800s. Sure. And it was pretty common for people to be buried alive. Like they would be really sick and people would assume that they were dead and they would... Oh my gosh. Get buried alive. Oh my gosh. So people, mostly probably wealthier people who feared being buried alive, everyone... Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. They would get buried like in custom coffins that they would have a bell like on a string. So the bell would be outside the grave and then a string would run down into the coffin. And a lot of times they would, I think, like attach them to hands or whatever. <gasps> so if somebody... Okay, this whole thing gets yeah, goosebumps. If they like came alive, it would like ding, ding, ding. And so there were like guards like at night would listen for bells. Oh my gosh. And... At times they would have to, like it would save people because they would, would be alive and they would get buried. Shit. Uh, yeah. I would shit myself if I was guarding coffins and a freaking bell ring. I mean, first of all, I would never take that job. No. Anyway. Neither would I. And apparently, mm-hmm. like, because I mean, bodies weren't like embalmed or anything. Mm-hmm. They were just mm-hmm. buried. So sometimes just, I think things happen to your body as they decompose oh, it. It would like. Yeah ding anyway so there were a lot of false alarms i'm curious i wonder how they knew people were buried alive because think about that oh they i think that there would be like scratch marks and stuff on the the coffin (laughs) or like like signs that this terrifies me i know like my wishes are to be cremated when I die. Dude, me too. Put a fucking bell on me first, please. Because that is not something I want a false alarm. <laughs> like, make sure my bell ain't dinging right? before like, I'm give, done. Give me a few days. A few... This conversation is going to give me nightmares. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But I have gotten to a place in my life where I cannot watch horror movies anymore. Like, it gets in my head. And now... I know tonight I'm going to dream about being in a freaking coffin, ringing my bell, and nobody's going to hear it. And I'm going to be like, ding a ling It's going to be like a damn dinner bell. And everyone's going to be like, oh, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, the church bell. <laughs> ding Like the bells in, uh, what's the, uh, it's a wonderful life, you know, the bells yes. at the beginning and end. Yeah. 
Oh my god! But like this angel will get her wings because. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine. That is like really terrifying. A guard's just on like cruising around. Mm-hmm. It's like, ding ding ding, ding oh. ding ding. I mean, seriously, nightmare. So would the bell be okay? The, the bell's obviously outside the coffin, but is that just like? Was the bell then outside the ground? Like they buried it, and the bell was outside the ground. Too? Yeah, I think it was like above the ground, attached okay, to a that's string. Even so worse. if the body moved, it would just like pull the. Like I was almost thinking of it as like coffins, like in a row, waiting to be buried and waiting for the bells. Mm-hmm. But like they would actually bury the coffin with the bell yeah. outside of the ground. I missed that aspect of it when you explained it, and now. I'm yeah. even more I mean, terrified. It's, it's fucked up regardless. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that they would do it, like, the second they were in the coffin. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Because, I mean, that probably saves some people, too. Like, waiting in the berry pile and uh, What the kind berry of life patch. would you lead if you were buried alive and then dug up and then saved by the bell? I wonder what kind of life you'd lead after that. You'd have a lot to be grateful for. <laughs> or you'd be like, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah. Fuck all of you. <laughs> because you've heard them. You know, like, you've heard them all argue about your money. Like, you heard all the arguments at your quote-unquote deathbed. And you're like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I know you cheated on me because you told everyone I know this and that. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be oh, like, remember yeah. that time in second grade? That bitch. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah, put a bell on me. Just put a bell on me now. And then okay. just as long as it's ringing, I'm still kicking. You guys hear that? You guys hear Here that? comes Jamie. <laughs> you have like on your shoes, like little kids, and then like earrings. You have like Christmas earrings. They do put bells on kids' shoes. No, I know. And then also, have you seen the shoes or heard the shoes that squeak? They have squeakers in the heels. Yeah. They're so annoying. I'm sorry. No, I think they're they cute. They might save a life. They might save a life. They are cute when a baby is, like, learning to walk because it's, like, little steps, squeak, squeak, and you're like, how precious. But I used to work at a child care center, and parents would send their running, toddling, jumping kids in squeaky shoes, and it's fucking annoying. Fucking annoying. I'm sorry. It's like, it's not cute anymore. Do you know what's really funny about this whole podcast? What? The cursing is really coming out in me right now. That's okay. Because you are, like, the first adult, minus my husband and dad, that I've, like, really interacted <laughs> with very much. And so me I'm, too. Like, like, I'm feeling very passionate. I think That's I said okay. at, like, 19 That's times. fine. I know. I'm just, like, letting it all out. It yeah, feels good. It's, it's cool. Like therapy I'm right glad. Now. Okay. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to move on to some of the ones that I think are better. Okay. Sorry these haven't been very sad. No, I like them. Okay, so... Paint the town red. Mm-hmm. That's what I call my period. You do? But yeah. I'm like, oh, oh I'm, so, I'm so bloated. I'm about to paint the town red. No, I don't do that. <laughs> That's what I thought of. <laughs> I am now. Now it's like your new thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm craving Chinese food and Taco Bell and We're sushi. Like, She's about to paint the town red. She's painting the town red this week. <laughs> You do? Yes. Officially, starting well, was, right now. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever heard you refer. I mean, oh. it's not like we've talked about our periods a lot, but oh. I mean, we've been but friends now for we 20 years. I'm sure somewhere along the line I would have heard you say yeah. something about painting the town. Yeah, but now I am. Now it's sure. taking it. Yeah. It's mine to own. Uh-huh. Paint this town red. Um, okay, so that just basically means to have like a big wild night out or oh. whatever. Have a fun night out. So this one, I do have a date on. Okay. This is from a wild night of drinking in 1837 in an English town. The Marquis of Waterford, whatever the fuck that is, and some of his, like, dum-dum friends got... That was a title? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. The Marquis of Waterford. When you first said it, I was picturing, like, a movie theater marquee. (laughs) You're like, the Marquis of Waterford. I'm like, what they do? They clean it? (laughs) They put something dirty on it. They They made dirty words on it. Um... But so he and some of his friends got like trashed and they're like, let's go vandalize the fucking town. Mm. How about that? So they like, I mean, just did dumb stuff. Like they knocked over flower pots and took the knockers off doors. Assholes. (laughs) Um, And they broke windows out and stuff. But to top things off, they painted the toll gate and the doors of several homes Mm. 
and a swan statue in the town red. Oh, I don't know what to say about them. <laughs> There's not much to say. They're just dicks, basically. They, that did happen at my high school. A bunch of seniors had a wild night and painted the school red oh. and got in deep shit. Well, I've done a little vandalizing. Yeah. I think I'll... All kids kind of do, especially if you grow up in a small town like me. Yeah, I egged ho- I egged houses. Okay. What yeah. did you do? Did some of that. Yeah. Also, there was one night a couple friends and I, they had a paintball gun. We're like driving and like just basically shooting paintballs over, maybe hitting houses, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. And then um, nothing crazy. I didn't like spray paint anything or yeah. do anything to anybody's cars or anything like that and I guess it's like pick your poison you know like I liked eggs they liked red paint yeah we egged and that's the thing too like we egged quite a few times and it was fun but like I've never been the recipient of an egging until now I'm sure someone's gonna be like let's go get it. yeah but like we used to go to the grocery store in town Gerbs and buy like eight dozen eggs at 10.30 at night, and we're high school kids. Like, like, Who knew what was going on? Right. And now, you know, now toilet paper, like, you buy toilet paper in bulk now. But, like, remember, like, you used to just get, like, four rolls, maybe Mm -hmm. eight. And in some people who teepeed, it's like, you know, you were buying a lot of toilet paper at 10.30 at night. Not these days. I know. It wasn't me if something happens. Mm. But if the knocker's missing from your front door. But, you know, I... I'm almost jealous of these people who did this. What was he? The Marquis of something, Waterford or some shit. Could you imagine, like, think about your most wild and fun night of your life. Could you imagine if it was so epic that you had a saying that the whole world used? Yeah. Like, you've got some street cred. Like, I'm sure, like, their kids are probably like, oh, here we go again. Jesus. They're talking about the night they painted the town red. We get it. Yeah. While they go buy like eight dozen eggs at groups. That's a lot to live up to. That also means like they probably never had a night that good again. That's true. They peaked. They peaked on that night. And I think they, I'm pretty sure they like were arrested and like did some time. Yeah. Hashtag worth it though, right? Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Worth it. Except for the, that damn swan statue. Yeah. I wonder if they were able to get it off. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. There's probably still some red paint on that swan, and they're like, oh. It's like a historical mm-hmm. relic now. Mm-hmm. There's a little plaque. I bet there's probably red doors in that town with plaques, don't you think? Oh, probably. Because, I mean, as like if it's a small town, they're like owning that. They're like, yeah, here's where it originated. Yeah. Red doors are fun. That's interesting. Yeah. I was like. How many people were a part of it? It didn't say specifically. It just was kind of his, like, just pack of friends. And were they quiet? He was like, hey, dipshits. Yeah. What are you you guys doing tonight? (laughs) I have an idea. I bought a can of paint. Yeah. I bought a screwdriver because we taken all the knockers down in this town. I mean, like, really, you that's quite a bit of work. Yeah. And that goddamn swan. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why those things were done, but... That's a hell of a period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really is. Okay, so the next one was Go Cold Turkey. Oh, yeah. Which I hear a lot. Yeah. Um, so just to quit something suddenly. Mm-hmm. So usually like with smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it originated when like people thought that with, with drug withdrawals, the skin of like addicts mm-hmm. would become kind of translucent Mm. and hard to the touch and like covered with goosebumps almost like the skin of a turkey oh god yeah like you looked like a cold an uncooked turkey oh god apparently that sounds terrible yeah so i mean if you're on drugs i guess just don't stop (laughs) because you're gonna look real gross now you're not going to be sponsored by like the National <laughs> Drug Council either. Brought to you by methamphetamines. That's really sad. Which would go well. Because, I mean, here. there's a lot when someone stops drugs, if they're addicted, there's so much more to it, too, mm-hmm. of just coming off of all of that. Yeah. And then to look like a cool turkey, too. Yeah, because I'd be interested to see like what the goosebumps and stuff were, like what happens to your skin and stuff like in your research did you google image this 
No. I'm going to. Okay. Googling cold turkey skin. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. I love Google images. How about cold turkey addict skin? Cold turkey addiction. Hmm. I don't see anything. Oh. (laughs) I do love turkey, though. Yeah, it's tasty. I've always said... And good for you. Yeah. If I ever did anything to warrant myself on um, the, like, death row, Mm -hmm. my last meal would be Thanksgiving dinner with, like, all the fixins. For sure. Like, oh, God. Okay, Google image cold turkey skin. Mm. Ew! Yeah. Ew, what's wrong with her? The chick in the hoodie. Oh, it's... It says, can skin become addicted to topical steroids? So Mm. it's like, I think, her skin reacting to stopping like a topical steroid. Oh. 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 Okay. So that's not really cold turkey, but if that's just If you're listening to this podcast and you're eating, do not Google image <laughs> cold turkey skin. It's sad. Yeah, that's like... Mm, that's interesting. That's not really drug. Like, that's just gross. Yeah. Sorry about that, lady. Sorry about your face. Yeah. Ew. Ugh. Yeah. You're going to have dreams about bells. I'm going to have dreams about that chick's chin. Okay, so... Waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Okay. I do that often. Which is just when you wake up in a shit mood. Yeah. Um, again, don't know dates. But apparently the left side of the body or anything having to do with, like, the left at one point was considered to be, like, sinister. Oh. And so to ward off evil or whatever, people would make sure that, like, the left side of their bed was pushed against the wall. So you had no choice but to get out, get on, out the right on the right side. side of the bed. Huh. So it used to be like, now it's just like, you're in a fucking bad mood. Yeah. But at the time, I guess it was thought to be like evil. Like, I don't know if, if they meant something like evil would happen to you or if yeah. you're evil, if you're like. Well, this explains a lot because you can see my bed from here and I get out on the right side and my husband gets out on the left. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to just throw any kind of things out there, but, you know. Yeah, but now he's going to have to, like, steamroll over you to get to. I always get up early. The right side. I mean. Or just I should shoot just out the front. Yeah. That's really interesting. Well, and there's, isn't there a part of, like, I mean, I feel like I've always heard you should always, like, sleep on one, like, on your left side. Because isn't that better for, like, digestion and your heart and all that stuff? Yeah, because I think that your stomach goes to the left. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have an upset stomach or something, you're supposed to lay. On your left. Or my mom always told me that. Yeah. I don't know. That it helps, it's like, maybe true. settle your stomach. It is true. Like, when you're not. digestion. Yeah, when you're not feeling well. Like, when I lay on my left like, I always feel better than, like, if I ever... Sometimes you just, like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to switch over to my right. Mm-hmm. And it always does, like, start yeah. to hurt more. It's like when I do a headstand. Yeah. Not, not so good. Yeah. Like, I should have stayed on my left side. You should have stayed <laughs> on my left. But that's interesting. So the left side is more sinister, yet more, like, I don't know, body-pleasing. Yeah. It's like they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah. That's obvious. So this one's gross. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes, I've heard that. I, not one I use really, but I right. have heard often. Um, so basically, don't get rid of like valuable things along with ones you don't need. Mm. But what I found on this was in the 1500s. Okay. People did not bathe very often. Yeah. And when they did, the whole family would use. Okay one tub of water and so the adult male or males would go first of course yeah just get your (laughs) balls just right down in there um and then the females and then the children and then babies so by age after that yeah and so by the time the babies actually got to bathe the water would be so fucking gross that like, the moms would have to take care that they didn't, like, lose their baby down in the water. Oh, my gosh. That makes me laugh. 
throw up. It's like, you probably just shouldn't bathe. Yeah. Like, you're almost better just going in a river. Yeah. With your baby or something. Yeah. That is disgusting. Yes. It's so gross to me. It is really gross. Because I'm, I can imagine if someone has not bathed on a regular basis, I mean, I, I see the water after my kids play hard in the yard. But, like, if you haven't showered in a... Like, yeah. It makes me want to puke just thinking I, about Because I don't... And, I mean, I know I'm a germaphobe. Yeah. But I sometimes will take a bath and read or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I always shower afterwards. Because yeah. I feel gross. Like it's like, just sitting on your skin. Yeah. 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 I think it was like my great grandpa used to say, why would I want to wash my face in the same water that I soaked my ass? And I'm like, that's that's legit. Wise words. So the baby got to that is sit in the water that disgusting. his whole family's ass was in. The baby that you want to like hold and snuggle, but now smells like the entire family's Yeah. Breath. And you know how you're like, oh my God. Oh, a baby's, the smell of a baby's head is so. I know. <laughs> Back then they're probably like, like Bleh. Bleh. I know. Because it's like, to me, honestly, it's intoxicating. Like, a freshly bathed baby, like, oh my gosh. I, yeah. I'm, like, addicted to that smell. I, I could go cold turkey. Yeah. <laughs> like, I used to, like, <laughs> wash my babies, and I would, like, slather them up in lotion after, and I would just, like, just inhale them. But, like, ugh. Yeah. It smells like the whole family. <laughs> yeah. Because it is. Oh it's gross. Yeah, that one, I was like. That is one that makes me want to vomit. Yeah. I'm glad we live in a world where we can bathe. Yeah, on a me too. Basis. I'm very grateful for that. I know not everyone has that, so I'm yeah. very grateful. Yes, me too. Yeah, it's sad. Like sometimes I think about that our horses have fresher water than like a lot of kids. Yeah, around the world. Yeah, it's just it's a sad, down, just a sad, sad down thing. spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is one of my favorites because I just think it's funny to picture. So. If you give someone the cold shoulder. Yeah. Which just being, like, kind of brushing someone off. Right. Whatever. Um, so in medieval England, whatever year that is, I don't know. Um, Mid- medieval year. Yeah, yeah. You know, medieval 19 through 21. Oh, okay. Um, Those were good years. Yes. Oh, God, they were. Evil, but good. <laughs> yeah. But, so if you basically had, like, a guest over mm-hmm. and it was time for them to leave... You would give them, like, a cold piece of meat from the shoulder of, like, beef or pork or mutton. And it was, like, a sign that the host was, like, ready for you to leave. Oh. So you would just, like, look over and they're, like, (laughs) (laughs) holding this piece (laughs) of meat. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't often have, like, shoulder specifically right but like if you're ever at my house and I just throw like a pack of hot dogs at you <laughs> it's time for you to get out because I think people overstay yeah. their welcome oh, I'm yeah. sure I've done it I'm probably doing it right now no you're fine so feel free I love to throw, you here. throw bologna or something but <laughs> I just think that that's so funny that you would just be like so anyway we just got back from our vacation and you like look over and they're like <laughs> holding this piece <laughs> this cold piece of shoulder meat like but it kind of still translates I mean as as someone who hosts a lot of family functions and who also has a family who I adore but does not know when it's time to go home and I love them I love them and they probably are listening right now <laughs> they know who they are but usually when I start breaking out the leftovers to take home you know it's kind of my sign of like you don't gotta go home, but you can't mm-hmm. stay here. Right. So, like with my aunts, I'll be like, "Did anybody want any of this cold turkey skin? <laughs> Anyone from leftover Thanksgiving? Can I can I bag up any of this? You know, whatever it is. So it's kind of it still translates. It's like yeah, you find ways to start politely pushing people out the door. But now, you know, once we have functions again, I'm just gonna make sure I have shoulders of right. animals that you killed. Yes. And have blood on your hands. <laughs> right. It all comes yeah, I know. It all comes around. <laughs> and I'll just be like, here, auntie, I'm not going to say a specific one, because once again, they know who they are. Here is a beef shoulder. I yeah. love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Just set it in their lap. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know how many times I've been, like, I go to bed pretty early, and I know, and like, when I'm done and I'm ready to go to bed, yeah. like, I'm ready to go to you bed. You are. Yeah. Yeah. And so, there have been a lot of times that you're just sitting there like, 
hinting mm-hmm. kind of be like I'm I'm in my pajamas like I'm wearing my pajamas right. I've taken my contacts yeah. out like but you're still here right so, you know I, I can make fun but I'm one of those people who have a hard time saying goodbye you know like I say goodbye like 15 times right but that's different than just like clearly you guys are ready to wrap it up for the night and I'm yeah. holding you up yeah like I don't I don't think you don't have that I don't sensor. know I might you don't. But now I know. The next time I come to your house yeah. and you hand me a lamb shoulder yeah. or a goat shoulder. Got goats. I might toss it. Poor babies. Don't Gently. do that. I wouldn't. Maybe we could just like hand out like pieces of like the operation board. <laughs> <laughs> because we really don't want to hurt animals in this. But well, we... I'll just be like, here's this. I don't know when we open this pack of roast beef. <laughs> but I just kind of like toss it across there. And it's kind of looking a little green. Yeah. Just, just be like, hey, here you go. That just means you can you can drop it in the trash on your way out. <laughs> but it's it's fucking time. But I just thought that was funny. That is very interesting. The funny yeah. thing about all these things is like hearing the actual meanings behind them are gonna make you like think about that every time you use yeah. those things again. Where I feel like even like giving them the cold shoulder now, it's like I think of like the movie Mean Girls or something. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're just like better than people sometimes or brushing them off. But in the end it's like just get the hell out of my house. Yeah. Just I just love you. Goodbye. Ski daddle, please. Yeah. yeah. This this one that's kind of conflicting, but minding your P's and Q's. Oh yeah. Which just means like be careful, like to be good, to be behave well. But word on the street is that this comes from <laughs> <What> street. <laughs> the the street of the prob- street. this this probably isn't right at all. <laughs> In the corner of misinformation. Um, but it, it apparently comes from, like, an older practice of keeping, like, a tab in a bar mm-hmm. that, like, on a chalkboard or whatever, you'd have chalk, and there would, they'd tally drinks, and so the P was for pints, and Q was for quarts. Oh. And so you'd tally, and that's how you kept track of, of your, tab. your tab. Huh. So that's pretty old school. Yeah. But, I mean, credit card machines go down a lot, so. Yeah. I feel like... Well, and I would just so is the bartender keeping the tab or the? I patron? think it was more the the patrons because that's dangerous. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I that mean, was it, totally it could be accurate. dangerous for both business and patron because that's true. I know when I've had a lot of peas, <laughs> I could be adding a lot of cute. You know, I don't know. Right. Like I don't know that I would have accurately kept track. I I could see myself going either way. It's true. Not forgetting because many times I've forgotten to close a tab. At a bar. Oh, me too. Which always sucks yeah. because then they upcharge for you to get your card the next day and everything. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And what would stop someone from just like mm-hmm. putting a queue under yeah. Jimmy's tab? Yeah. I could go for a pint and a quart right now. Yeah. A pint of beer and a quart of ice cream. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really good. Oh, raining cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just raining hard, obviously. There's, like, I saw kind of, like, two different possibilities for this one. The first is, like, from Norse mythology, where it said that, like, cats symbolize heavy rains and dogs were associated with Odin, the god of storms. Mm. Um, But this one would be, like, heaven for me as an animal lover. (laughs) In 16th century England... Got the date. Um, <laughs> houses had like thatched roofs yeah. and or roofs, whatever. Um, and like a lot of animals would get in there to hide, like during storms, oh, like to stay warm. Yeah. Uh, but it, when it would rain really hard, like the roofs would get slippery, so the animals would like not be able to stay up there and they'd fall off. So literally, like dogs and cats would be just like falling, from falling the out of like off of the roof. Oh so my god! Like it was raining. Cats and dogs. You would love that. Yeah, I would be like. I got you! I'd be like catching a baby from a burning building. Like an up, with an upside down umbrella <laughs> yeah. catching all the Come animals. On. Kitten, I got you! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, I was like, hmm, all right. It would literally rain cats and dogs. Yeah. My kids would love that. Oh my god. They really would not be dog. so cute. Except they have claws, so you'd be yeah. like, cats, yeah. cats might scratch the fuck out of you as they're falling. Well, and that's if you so had a cute. thatched roof, they probably weren't vaccinated. That's true. So the cats were probably like carrying stuff. So you're like, oh, it's raining rabies and ringworm. 
perfect. That gives a whole different spin to it. Yeah. You're like, now you're like thinking about your vet bill as yeah. these cats and dogs fall from the sky. Yeah. This is going to cost me an arm oh and a God. leg. Bite the bullet. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> hey Heyo. So many, so many. <laughs> Cat got your tongue? Mm. I would be really pissed. Like uh, what you ask when... Like you Somebody, can't speak. Yeah, you're like at a loss for like words what, or whatever. You just were. Yeah, make your vote. Yeah, I got your tongue. Um, <laughs> Do they say it that yeah. that way? Yes. Yeah, got you. Hey there. Yeah, got your tongue. I hope Freak. people find us as amusing as we find each Me other. Me too. Because if not, I'm fucked. Because this is the first episode. <laughs> so this says that like the the English Navy used to flog people with a whip called a the cat o' nine tails which is such a pretty name for a whip um but like the pain would be so bad that the person getting flogged would be quiet for a while yeah i mean oh. yes of course they would be they just got beat with a fucking whip um and then they it also might come from ancient egypt where liars and blasphemers oh god would have their tongues cut out and fed to cats. <clears throat> oh my god. So, I mean, both of those are hilarious. Either way, I mean, it's hilarious. Just, it's just hilarious. <laughs> it's just giggles all around oh my for gosh. either of those. That is terrible. Yeah. What if they weren't lying? Like, what if they were falsely accused? Well, then the cat would eat the tongue and then fall off the roof. And I don't think you'd I catch mean, it. I'm not a medical doctor, oh. so I would not, you know, take my word as Bible. But I don't think you would die from your tongue being cut off, would you? I, I mean, unless I mean, maybe you got eventually infected, you bled, but, but like you probably watched it happen. Is what I'm thinking. Right, and they'd probably maybe like cauterize it with like a hot <laughs> blade. <laughs> I too am not a doctor, but I'm assuming. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know I was going to gag so much I know. recording this podcast. These are really upsetting. But it's like, when people, it, it's just funny because some of these, it's like, cat got your tongue. It's like, it's a very playful, like, yeah. funny, like, you don't say it, like, right. in a harsh situation. But then it's like, the origin of it is, like, pretty devastating. It's really like, sick and twisted. Either way that goes, it's, yeah. like, not funny. No. So next time I'm going to be like, that's not fucking funny to say to someone. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you even know what that means? Yeah. Do you want a cat to eat off your chopped off tongue? <laughs> huh? Then you better talk. Yeah. Do you want to get whipped to the point that you can't speak? I bet if you Googled that now, you'd find some really interesting websites. Oh, I'm sure. There would be. The cat of nine tails whip is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. It's probably not NSFW. Right. Not suitable for work. I had to make sure I had that right. Yeah. But yeah, oh, I'm sure there's all kinds of websites. That's got to be a whole niche of mm-hmm. people that enjoy being flogged. Mm-hmm. So. And being silent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's run amok. Oh, makes me think of Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Just go a little crazy. Um, it comes from a Malaysian word, amog. I don't know. It's A-M-O-G. Mm. Um Apparently, it's from, like, tribesmen who would get high on opium. Mm. My favorite. <laughs> um, when I paint the town red, it usually involves <laughs> opium. Uh, but they, like, men would, like, come through in these, like, wild, like, crazed mobs and just, like, end up killing people because they were just, oh. like, madness. So, yeah, again, not, not a happy ending there. That's a whole different meaning. Because mm-hmm. I think, well, beyond Hocus Pocus... I think about my kids just going crazy in the house and not killing people. Just, you know, killing my sanity. Right. And then, um, close but no cigar. Oh, yeah. I use that one like, a lot. Almost, but not quite. So in the late 19th century, carnival games weren't actually, like, for kids. They were more, like, geared towards adults. Like, mm. the hammer, yeah. you know, see how far right. you can hit it. So. And so winners would get cigars instead oh. of stuffed animals or stupid little prizes um so that was it it was like close but no cigar whatever so yeah interesting that is interesting 
which would actually be kind of cool. Can you imagine a carnival with like adult themed yeah. prizes? It's like I don't want a fucking pencil. Yeah, I want or a huge teddy bear. Yeah, that stinks and has been. What do people do with those? Um, you know, like you see them like at a amusement park or a mm-hmm. carnival, and these people probably spend half of their life's fortune trying to get this game to get this huge freaking bear like and you see them carrying them out like what do they do with those i don't know where would you put a bear that big or a stuffed lion i would rather have a cigar and i don't even smoke yeah all right we can be done that was pretty much all of them those were fun they're not that entertaining but i like them but they're interesting well it does make you you think and then it like opens conversation and dialogue yeah you talk about those that's fun so now when someone's like i'm gonna quit cold turkey you can be like, I know. do you know? I feel like I feel like I could maybe get like a trivia night question out yeah. of those. I'm just gonna sound really smart at some point. You do sound smart. Do you want to like figure out a way to wrap it up? Yeah. Mm. Bye. Okay, that's all we gotta say about it. Bye. Thank you for being on. Yeah, thanks for letting me be on. Thanks for having yeah. me. You're yeah. at my house, but thanks for having me on your podcast. And thanks. thanks for me for having you here <laughs> yes yes all of that this so. was really fun thank you so much yeah you're welcome thank you thanks hopefully we'll uh do it again real soon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right bye well that's that um huge thank you to jamie for joining me on this one i had so much fun um and thank you to you guys for listening if you haven't already done so please subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts also if you can like it review it um that would be fantastic. Also check us out on Facebook at Know What I Heard Podcast. Always looking for show ideas and any feedback you guys have, feel free to leave it on there. But yeah, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it and I hope that you will continue listening. I'm having a blast doing this and hope that you're enjoying it too. Hope that you had a lot of laughs and maybe learned something too. So I guess until next time, hey, Know What I Heard <laughs>